When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Welcome to Duck Insider. Duck Insider. Insider. On the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. He's got the first down and gone. It's over, baby. Duck fans, start celebrating the 2019 Pac-12 champion. The 2020 Rose Bowl champion. Crossover to the bucket for two. This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Now, here's your host, Joey Mack. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Duck Insider here on a Friday. Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. It's Terry Johns in for Joey Mack, who is on the road with men's basketball. It was a tough one for the men last night in Pullman as uh, they have moved on to Seattle. They were delayed getting over there. We're hoping to have Joey Mack uh, on the phone here a little bit later in the show. We will see uh, if we could make that. But how about the women last night, 12,000-plus at Matthew Knight Arena? Number six, Oregon. Number three, Stanford. And the Ducks took them down in uh, impressive fashion in the second half. Sabrina Ionescu becoming the all-time scoring leader in Oregon women's basketball history. So she has points. She has three. She has assists. And she's not done yet. (laughs) Some more unfinished business for Sabrina Ionescu and uh, the Oregon Ducks. 87-55, the final the Ducks, uh, the win over number three, Stanford. Uh, and uh, the second half was impressive. Ducks had a 36-30 halftime lead. And uh, Stanford comes out of the locker room, third quarter, 7-0 run, gets the lead, kind of back and forth for a moment. And then uh, with about eight minutes left in the third, it was the Sabrina Ionescu show <laughs> uh, from then on out. as She went for 14 of her 37 points. Uh, in that third quarter, 37, a new career high, which beat her previous career high, which was 36, 
also against Stanford. That was a couple of years ago up in Seattle in the Pac-12 tournament championship game. (laughs) She likes seeing red for some reason, cardinal red, of course, from the Bay Area. And uh, she knows well uh, about Stanford, who I'm sure she was recruited by. But uh, what a performance. What a crowd. Duck fans, you're bringing it. You're bringing it to women's basketball this year. It's fantastic. Some huge crowds, as I'm sure that will put the Ducks over averaging 10,000 on the year uh, per game. And uh, then got Cal coming up on Sunday at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock tip, 1.30 pregame show around the Oregon Sports Network. And uh, I think it's a Pac-12 Network televised game as well. But hopefully let's let's fill it up. Let's just fill it up for every game from here on out. Only six more chances to see Sabrina Ionescu, Ruthie Hebert, uh, Mignon Moore, of course the grad transfer before they leave. Uh, six more guaranteed chances in the regular season. Uh, if you're in the top 16, of course, which they expect to be, uh, would host uh, first and second rounds at Matthew Knight Arena. But you got to earn it. You have to earn it. And, We'll see if that's uh, what they can do. And right now, they got back to where the coach wanted to be. Coach Graves came over uh, to uh, Bev Smith and me and uh, on the postgame show and uh, talked about how happy he was uh, with this performance. And, uh, and Sabrina with uh, 37 points. And he, he, he made a point, and he, and he wasn't putting down like Riverside. I think that's who he mentioned. He says, you know, I think she's kind of bored against the Riverside. <laughs> she kind of wants to facilitate, help out her, her teammates, but uh, when it's Stanford, when the, it's big-time opponent, she rises to the occasion. That's what she lives for, and uh, boy, did she rise to the occasion. Ducks came out a little bit slow, uh, by the way, but then uh, when they got it going, they got it going. The first quarter, they shot only 31% in that first quarter. We're down 17-13. Last three quarters, they shot 55% from the field, and they shot uh, 7 of 13 for threes after going 1 of 9 for threes in that first quarter. Uh, and they, they got it rolling. Ruthie Hebert, great game for her. Uh, 11 points, 5 rebounds, and she was tough inside. Satu Sabali, 18 and 11. A double-double for Satu, who's uh, really playing well. That big three gets going, and then you have the complimentary players, and not that they're not good players. Mignon Moore gets kind of forgotten. Aaron Boley hasn't gotten it rolling yet, but she will. Um, and in Taylor Chavez, Jazz Shelley coming off the bench. Uh, they, they are really becoming a weapon, particularly on the defensive end. They get it and stir it up, and uh, you don't want them guarding you. You don't want them guarding you. But that was the Ducks' first win this season over a top-10 opponent, and it's the eighth top-10 win in the Kelly Graves era and uh, just his sixth year. Yeah, he, he's come in and done, a, done an okay job, don't you think? Yeah, three Elite Eights, a Final Four. Uh, so, Sabrina, all-time scoring leader, passed up Allison Lang, who is a former teammate of uh, Bev Smith. Of course, they played together for a couple of years. That was since 1984 that she graduated. So 36 years, that 2,252 record had stand. The scoring record now 2,265 for Sabrina Ionescu. And how many more games to go here? And uh, she's going to set it out there a ways, as well as the three-pointers, the assists. (laughs) And uh, she's still looking at and – has a a real chance at becoming the first college player ever with 2,000-plus uh, points, 1,000 rebounds, 1,000 assists. And she's got a good shot at it uh, coming in here down the stretch. Uh, by the way, ESPN also said uh, that she was the first player in 20 seasons to reach the uh, 30 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists against a top-five opponent. That's pretty good. 
Yeah, she's pretty good. She's she's doing okay. But uh, Ducks got to get ready, and uh, they need to play that hard uh, co- every game. Coach has talked about that, uh, to, and he said in the pregame show with me yesterday during the, the radio broadcast that we need to play harder. We need to play harder every game, uh, not just in spurts, and that's kind of what this team has done uh, here in the past, and it's cost them just a little bit, uh, just a little bit, you know, down the stretch of, of some games and cost them a couple of games. Uh, Coach said in Louisville, the loss uh, to, in the Virgin Islands to Louisville didn't play hard enough. Uh, the defensive laps uh, down the stretch in the fourth quarter at Arizona State last weekend cost them a game, and those are the two losses. Uh, and they still haven't hit their stride necessarily with the three-pointers, although 7 of 15 last three quarters, you would take that that. That rate, that's uh, just a hair under 50% there, so that's pretty doggone good. All right, uh, Nia Jackson is going to join us, uh, former Duck great player, as uh, well as now on the staff of uh, Kelly Graves as uh, Director of Creativity. She's going to join us here, but uh, before we take the break, we're going to show you some highlights. How about a recap of last night's win, 87-55 over Stanford. Side, dishes in the corner, UNESCO, short corner jumper, in and out, and back in. Off the backboard after it circled the rim and in. Sobley down on the baseline, gives to Hebert, leans in and scores. Little pick and roll there in a tight quarters. And over to Ionescu. Ionescu fires a three and got one. Now maybe she'll get some range. Bully inside, Ruthie in the lane, fake, steps through, up and it crawls over the rim and we're tied at 17. Jazz Shelley back in, gives to Ionescu. Pass inside. Here's Ruthie, left to right. Goes hard and off the glass and in over Fingal. Good tough move that time. There's Ionescu. High post is Ruthie Hebert on the three-point line. Ionescu comes through, fires a three right. Wing, it's good. by Left corner, Shelley. Dangerous, didn't have a lot of zip on it. Now Ionescu fires left corner and hit a three. But it got tipped out, and here comes Ionescu down the floor. Sobley running the floor, laying it. Ducks with a one-point lead. Here's Ionescu all the way down. Left hand circled around and scored. Ducks up by three. And the Ducks won big. Here's a little runner. Teardrop up over the Stanford defense by Jazz Shelley down on the low right block. He chases down the long rebound. Ionescu, 108 to go. Four-point duck lead here in the second. Ionescu underneath the Hebert scores. They've got a foul too. Yeah. Coach is down Barkley. It was a foul. Taylor Chavez more left wing three. No. And the rebound is Ionescu to Chavez. Right wing three. Ionescu good. For Sabrina Ionescu and the Ducks lead it by four. Top to Hebert. Ionescu hesitates. Fires right elbow. Good. She's feeling it now. 43-37, UNESCO with 20. Yep, you turn your eyes, look away, <laughs> they're going. Here is Binyan Moore, a runner in the lane. Up and good, 46-42 Ducks. UNESCO, the screen, Hebert goes all the way in as they never stop her. And she scores. And Hebert with UNESCO with 22. UNESCO, Haley Jones, step back, 30-footer, and got glass. And a little bit of the rim and a rebound put back. 20. They tried to throw in the corner from the side to Williams, and Hebert read it and stole it. Down the floor, Taylor Chavez laying in. 60 to 46, Ducks' largest lead at 14. 
Back out to Sobley, can't fire, Belibi runs out on her. Sobley goes inside, right hand, makes it home. 19 point duck lead, 52 seconds left. Here's Ionescu, just outside the free throw line, leans into one and scores Ionescu with 26. 14 point lead, will go for the final shot. Step back, long three, Ionescu, good! With two seconds to go! Reaching in, here's a screen, Hebert. Here comes Ionescu, a little runner in the lane, up and good! It seems like she hasn't missed a shot for a long time. Hebert on the elbow to Ionescu, baseline goes underneath to Moore, right in front of the rim, scores, what a pass! And Moore flashed, and there it was. Hebert, screen, Ionescu, right elbow, circles around, right to left, and scores with the left hand! 33 for Ionescu! Still only 29% for three, but that's okay. Here's the inbound. Sobley steps back two. No, it was a three. It was a three. Got him behind the back. Looking, fades away. 37 her new career high. And that's coach. Evidently knew that because he calls timeout for a substitution. And here in Eugene, in front of a sold-out Matthew Knight Arena. Final score, Oregon 87, Stanford 55. Wow, that was something. That was a pretty good game. Nia Jackson's over here, by the way. We're going to have her here in a moment. I talked her into it. She didn't want to come. But she's <laughs> she's here. All right, what a performance uh, by the Ducks, by the crowd, by everybody. It was fantastic evening at Matthew Knight Arena. Hopefully we'll see you on Sunday at 2 o'clock or before 2 o'clock. It would be a good idea. Uh, California in town. Then it's Civil War. Times two coming up next week. It's getting exciting. We'll be back. More Duck Insider with Nia Jackson after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Shadow Hills Country Club, it starts with the golf and turns into a lifetime of memories. Shadow Hills Country Club provides a peaceful, natural setting with a standard of excellence and course conditions in any weather that is unsurpassed in the entire Willamette Valley. With a championship course, an expansive practice facility and clubhouse, fine dining and a swimming pool, Shadow Hills Country Club offers the amenities of a family resort just minutes from downtown Eugene. Shadow Hills Country Club. Call us today. When you got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. Don't go anywhere. Duck Insider continues after these messages on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Learfield IMG College. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. 
helping themselves and helping each other with friends family and community lending their strength and support join the voices for recovery together we are stronger for 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders for you or someone you know call 1-800-662-HELP brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services Welcome back, Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Terry Johnson for Joy Mack, and uh, joined here by Nia Jackson, Director of Creativity. Is that the right title? Yes. With uh, women's basketball? I'm not hearing her. Okay, there you are. There we As, are. Uh, Nia was down there, I had to talk her into coming to, no, not really. <laughs> Nia's glad to do it. We've had you on yeah. before. Uh, you know, being a, a former player, let's forget about now staff right now, but just mm-hmm. as a former player, the, a big win over Stanford. They were tough to come by for many, many years for yes. every other Pac-12 team as well, not yeah. just Oregon. What, what was that like for you last night? That was incredible to be able to witness um, how our players like performed and gave it their all on the court in front of a almost sold-out crowd. It was pretty incredible to be a part of and to watch. Um, yeah, they just played so hard so yeah. hard for 40 minutes and it's just amazing that we were able to you know come out with the victory on a tough matchup yeah and, and the crowd yeah as you mentioned i mean it's just unbelievable the the crowd support for this women's program now yeah. it's 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 incredible Im- impressive yeah it is and they were fired up from the start which yes. was awesome and that helps us you know it helps get us going so that was just pretty incredible to be a part of and watch yeah, yeah, just as a whole, and, and not yeah. just at Oregon. It's nice mm-hmm. to see the growth of women's basketball, yeah. WNBA, and the new collective bargaining agreement and all those things. Mm-hmm. It's it's neat to see. It's taken some decades for Title IX, and there's more yep. really good players. Just if we're looking at basketball, more really good players, the little girls that have grown up wanting to be Sabrina, wanting to be Nia yeah. Jackson, wanting to – you know, and now you're kind of seeing the fruition of, of those decades of that, that uh, there's a lot of good teams. Yeah, there are. I mean, we're in a pretty competitive conference Yeah, with the Pac-12. It's any given day, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just pretty incredible to see where the game has gone and where it's continued to grow. And um, it's it's amazing to go watch our games and see kids up there wearing Sabrina's jersey. And, I mean, they're just great role models, you know, for young girls. So. So what was it like on the sidelines and in the huddles? Is it, you know, you got up to a slow start last yeah. night. Uh, but then after that, like I, I had said, 55% from the field last three quarters, 7 of 15 for threes yeah. uh, the last three quarters after one for nine start in the first quarter. Yeah. But w- what was it like, like after the first quarter? I mean, there's kind of a feeling out uh, phase in every game, isn't there? When there there's is. two really good teams. Yeah. I mean, you, the first quarter you're kind of trying to see how they're defending you and it's a little bit of adjustments as a coaching staff that you're kind of making, but um, we kind of just talked about defense. We had to get, we needed to get some stops, and we needed to um, let our defense kind of fuel our offense. So that's kind of what we you know we discussed in our huddles and uh, the conversations was just let's get stops, let's you know hone in on them defensively. How hard is it? I know Coach uh, Graves and I have talked about this. You know, you recruit, for the most part, you recruit players because they can score, yeah. especially for Coach Graves. But yeah. then they get here, and you you try and you need them to play defense. Yes. And maybe they have it their whole career, really, the way you want them to play, the team defense. Yeah. Uh, and that can be difficult. And But it's uh, when this team digs in defensively, oh, holy cow. 
it's it's amazing to, to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It really is. And I think they've been just getting better um, defensively. But, I mean, they played so hard last night. And yep. I think collectively they really, really played good, sound team, team defense and kind of rattled Stanford a little bit there as well. Yeah. They got them out of their system and how they like to do things. So. Yeah, I know they're missing a couple players. So are we. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are the Ducks. So it's, uh, but they're still really good. I mean, really number one good. recruiting class, young Keanu Williams is a great player. Yes. Uh, you know the whole Haley sisters Jones. they get after it. Yeah. 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 Haley Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they still run their stuff. You and I were talking yeah. about that the other day at practice. That it's just like they just run their they offense execute. and they keep doing it. Yes. Yeah. But. How were the Ducks able to take take them out of what they were trying to do? What, what just playing hard just, defense? I would say playing hard, playing smart, and communicating. Um, you know, we really just try to focus on not taking um, possessions off defensively. Um, when you're playing those good teams, you can't you can't afford it. So uh, I think they just stayed focused, and um, I think we just made some adjustments during that second quarter, and we were able to sustain it throughout the game. So yeah. How good Sabrina? Oh, incredible. <laughs> incredible. Uh, man, you just don't have too many words. Like, it's just. I know. Yeah, they've all been said before. Yeah, I know. You don't know what to say you anymore. You don't really know what to say. It's what she's able to do, um, just her competitive spirit and how she just every day, day in, day out, practice, games, competes. Um, yeah. It's it's just awesome to watch. Yeah, I know. Most it fans is. Sorry, you, yeah. you don't get a chance to come and watch practices like we do. It is mm-hmm. you, you're even more than me. But to see how hard she—that's it's in practice. It's the same thing. The same. It's that's she wants to win every game, every drill. Yeah, she's just very competitive, and she. I think that it helps our team rise to that rise to you know her level of competitiveness and and really get after it. I mean, like she said, she doesn't like to lose, and yeah. and that she yeah <laughs> in anything <laughs> yeah. in anything. So, yeah, it's, she's just very impressive. I mean, what she's able to do is just incredible. And it's just growing women's basketball as well. Um, she's just put so much light and, sh- like, spotlight onto our program, and it's been incredible to see. So, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, Sports Center highlights. It was yeah. an ESPN televised game, so they're yeah. probably going to have highlights. But in the past, they didn't always, even if that case, oh, they wouldn't they always have uh, women's basketball highlights. Mm-hmm. But the Sabrina factor is 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 real it, it uh is. they had that kobe tweeted you know the goat yeah uh, you know those kind of things but uh even when it's not an espn game that you will see some uh some oregon women's basketball yeah. highlights on there with scott van pelt and he's trying to figure out the the floor the, the matthew knight floor and yeah. how to say <laughs> names and but that's yeah. okay but hey you're on there but it's it's just amazing where it's gone you know somebody that and i think coach said it well that kind of gets left out, uh, you know, because the big three with with Ruthie and the Satu Savali as well with with Sabrina, but Mignon Moore, the addition, she's different than Maite. People I don't have said, and I've thought too sometimes, boy, we could have used Maite there, but then you realize that she can do things that Maite can't do. Maite did some things that that she can't do. Yeah, but. Mignon, when she gets defensively, and you talk about the defense, I think Mignon starts stirring it up, and, and Taylor does. Chavez, Jazz Shelley come yeah. in as well. Yes. Everybody feeds off of it. it. They do. They do. I mean, she's that spark, you know, defensively, and I think she takes a lot of pride mm-hmm. in trying to stop the other teams, especially their point guards. And, yeah. we, I mean, in the Pac-12, we have a lot of, you know, quick point guards, you know, so she, it's nice to have her out there to be able to cause a little bit of havoc with them. Mm-hmm. And um, she had an amazing game last night as well. I 
I think it was one of her best games this year that she's been able to have. And, yeah, she's just been a great addition for our team. Um, but I think that she definitely does help us take more pride in the defensive side as well. So. Yeah. yeah. She, she slowed down Kiana Williams pretty well. She who had it going a little bit. And then you she can tell did. Minyan was uh, digging in. Yeah, she she did. She did. She That was a really fun match, matchup to watch. Um, but, yeah, she, she had an amazing game. And we mentioned uh, Taylor Chavez and Jazz Shelley coming off the bench. Yeah. You know, Taylor, a sophomore now, Jazz, a freshman, but played a lot of international ball. And you can tell. Yeah. That she's she's ready for this level. Goes yeah. inside, well, nice crossover on somebody, and then little hook teardrop uh, over a big down on the low right block. And yeah. You know, freshmen don't do that, but yeah. she does. Yeah, I know. She, she definitely does. I think she's really just finding her own right now in season, you know, and she's getting a little bit more minutes, but she's playing so well. Her and Taylor, they are huge spark plugs off the bench for us right now. Um, they had really, really big games in Arizona. Um, so, yeah, it's just really fun to see their evolution and see how they're growing throughout the season. And yeah. as Coach said last night with Bev and me that, you know, Lydia Giomi coming off the bench. It's not a lot of minutes, but it's yeah. spot minutes to give Ruthie a rest. Yeah. And you don't really drop off. Maybe not as much scoring, but yeah. mixing it up in there, getting rebounds. Mm-hmm. She's 6'6 all day or all game long, as yeah. Coach will say, That's, right? Yeah. But uh, Lydia's probably, she's got to be the most improved player uh, on the team. She yes. did the work in the offseason, finally healthy enough yeah. in the offseason to get some work to in. To get the work in, yeah. And she has improved so much. <laughs> she has. She has. She's all over the offensive boards. She's crashing. Um, yeah, she's just been amazing. Running the floor in transition. Um, yeah, she's doing a really, really good job. Great job. All right, you've I let you go here, so you could. I know you got to get over to Matthew Knight because they got some things going on today. Uh, pretty much a day off, but they got a lift today, right? To yeah, get, get a lift in. Yeah, uh, no practice until tomorrow. But uh, you, you cut up the clips, the film clips, and uh, you see California. What do you want to give us a little? Uh, Quick scouting report: The Nia Jackson, the scout. What are they? I know they're. I know they're uh, a lot younger. New coach, Sharman uh, Smith, uh, taking over. Of course, been there a long time. Former yes. Stanford player, by the way. Yes. And then uh, on Tara's staff, and then over to to California the last mm-hmm. several years. But uh, what are the Ducks going to face? Yeah, I mean, young they're team. the young team. Yeah, they are a young team. Um, offensively, they're very similar to. Um, Stanford and like how they run their chin action and such but um, yeah I think that we're just going to have to come out and continue to play hard continue to not take possessions off and um, I, I would say just defensively you know um, just dig in and get some stops and I think like as far as offensively I think we'll be um, okay just running our sets and executing but um, offensively for Cal they're very similar as far as what they do um, than uh, Stanford and I guess it's probably because Charmin played for yeah Tara so yeah, that makes kind sense. of that Princeton concept Princeton isn't it? Yeah. yeah triangle chin yeah all yeah, of that yeah. mm-hmm. and it's tough to defend when you're efficient running it as yeah. Stanford is but man what a performance by it the Ducks is. well yeah I know you got to go uh Thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks for inviting me. Yeah. It's always great to yeah. be in this room I, and I know you know, to talk to that. everyone. Oh, no, no, it is. It Good. is. See, it I is. told you it'd be easy. It's, it is easy. I just like giving you hard times. I know. Time, I, I love <laughs> but, She's Yeah, great. I know. It, it was fun. All right. Uh, the Ducks, uh, 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoon against California. We'll hear from Coach and uh, Sabrina Udescu as well as Satu Sabli in the postgame press conference. That's coming up next as uh, – Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union, continues. Terry and for Joey, back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Dear Cabin Fever, we've got the cure, a new 2020 Toyota. No matter the weather, the Camry comes out to play. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4. 
and everyone will be comfy in the Highlander. See you in the snow. Toyota, let's go places. As my family continued to grow, I realized I'd have to replace my beloved Jeep with something that has, well, more seats. I'm Jason Hines, country financial rep and father of seven. Whether you're upgrading from your sporty ride with no room for a car seat or finally replacing your well-loved beater that still has a cassette player, you'll want the right protection for your new car. Work with a country financial rep like me and get the protection you need at a price you can afford. Learn more at takesimplesteps.com or contact a local country representative. Dear Cabin Fever, we've got the cure, a new 2020 Toyota. No matter the weather, the Camry comes out to play. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4, and everyone will be comfy in the Highlander. See you in the snow. Toyota, let's go places. Duck Insider. Duck Insider. Duck Insider continues after this timeout on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man. Your worst man. You, your dog walker. Your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home, and give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. All right, welcome back, Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Terry Johns, thanks to Nia Jackson. Uh, I I got her. She was down there. She was heading over, and I said, oh, come on, for a few minutes, and she did. I love Nia. Uh, And those of you uh, who remember her as a player, outstanding player, other than a a cheap shot by a Husky player, that uh, she would have been in the WNBA, I think. But, uh, yeah, just Bad knee, bad knee, but uh, she's great. Love Nia. Went down to uh, Loyola Marymount and was was ops director down there for women's basketball, became an assistant coach, and then had a chance to get on to Kelly Graves' staff here as director of creativity. And uh, she, she's been a fantastic uh, addition coming back home to Oregon. All right, post game from that 87-55 win over number three Stanford at Matthew Knight Arena last night. And uh, we're going to hear from Coach Kelly Graves. Sabrina, yeah, she uh, seems to always do it on nights like this, too. So uh, when, when her best is needed, that's when she usually steps up. I know she, sometimes with some opponents she, you know, just isn't as ready maybe mentally or that into it. But on games like this, she just has that, uh, that another level to go to. Um, and thank goodness. But I thought the rest of the team went with her, which was really nice. I thought right from the start, you know, the first quarter was kind of back and forth. Um, Second quarter, we started to really establish kind of who we are and how we wanted to play the game. And then I thought the third quarter is when we put the hammer down. That was as good a defensive quarter as I think we've uh, we've played this year. And uh, uh, but it starts with Sabrina. Uh, She was uh, she was magical tonight in lots of different ways. 
Yeah, they didn't play a typical Stanford game. I mean, they're the, you know, one of the most disciplined teams in the country. And um, what we tried to do is break their rhythm. And I thought we did a really good job of that. They typically don't turn it over 18 or 19 times. I can't, I can't read this, but uh, a bunch. I think we ended up scoring 22 to 2. Off, that was the difference on points off turnovers. You, you know, that's just not a typical Stanford team. So I really credit our defense. I thought we were flying around. We were getting hands on a lot of ball balls, and we disrupted that flow. Um, you know, so so defense. I, I thought tonight was really on point. That's that's about as good as we can play. You said yesterday that this team hadn't been playing all that well as of late. Feel a little bit better after this. Well, I feel a little bit better after this. Uh, that, that was a that was a really well played game, and and no, and I was being truthful. I I do not think we've played our best basketball up until now, so it was nice. Uh, it was nice to to see this happen. I, I know our kids circled this game and and they wanted this, you know. After they kind of got us in the championship game of of last year's Pac-12 tournament, I think this was one that we had circled. Um, and, and what a great night, you guys, for women's basketball. This was incredible. A, a, a packed house, a national TV audience, and uh, two heavyweight teams going at it. And, uh, and the Ducks really came through tonight. Kelly, they scored the first seven to take a lead there in the third quarter. What changed? Was it just that defensive intensity? I mean, how do you explain an avalanche like that? Yeah, I I thought it was a mindset. I thought we got more aggressive. I think everybody helped too tonight. It, it wasn't just Sabrina. I mean, Sabrina had a great night, but you know, Ruthie was huge. Uh, Satu really came to play tonight, um, and then you know, Taylor Chavez and Jazz Shelley came in and gave us a huge lift. And then always the player that gets underrated and overlooked is Mignon Moore. I, I thought defensively in that second half, she really set the tone for us. Uh, she was getting into Kiana Williams. She's such a phenomenal player. And, um, you know, just it, it, I think that kind of mindset and toughness really wore off on the rest of the team. And uh, so I'm really proud of her. There were a lot of team, a lot of players that we can look for that, that played good tonight. And that's what you have to do. It can never be one or two in a big game. It's got to be everybody. Stats neighbors with the 17 turnovers two nights, the last two nights to go to seven tonight, and then uh, a nice advantage on the rebounds as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Stanford doesn't get re- re- out-rebounded by eight or nine, whatever it was tonight, uh, very often. I thought we did a great job on the boards. And what did they have, four offensive rebounds? That's very un-Stanford-like. And so credit the Ducks for just really focusing on that, and, um, and it took everybody on the boards as well. I, I'm just really proud. I mean, this was a – you know, to do this in this moment I think really shows the character that – that this team has, and uh, and these two in particular, they came to play. The rest of the team followed, and uh, what you saw was uh, was a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, game tonight. Kelly, with the, with the way the threes haven't always fallen this season and didn't fall early in the game tonight, has this team gotten better at figuring out what to do with without those shots? <clears throat> you know, um, early in the year we were shooting too many threes. Yes, we have um, adjusted. You know, we're, we're, we're being a lot more patient. We're not just settling for a quick three. Uh, we're getting a little bit more inside. If you look at how many times we're getting to the free throw line over the last six, eight games, it is really trending up. We're being a lot more aggressive. Um, 
So, yeah, we're the three is still a big part of our game, but we're not making it the most important part of our game. That's when we're at our best. We've never been a volume three-point shooting team. <laughs> we were early in the year, but I think we figured that out a little bit. All right, there you go, Kelly Graves, uh, post-game presser with uh, the local media, and th- there was some national media as well. Graham Hayes, ESPN, was there. I uh, wrote a nice article on ESPN.com this morning. And uh, breaking down, says, you know, the Ducks, in his opinion, Ducks need to get that three ball going a little bit better if they because that is what sets them apart. He goes, right now, you know, they're one of the teams that has a chance, but uh, they get the three ball going, and uh, that opens things up. And then I think what he was indicating is they are the best team in the country, without a doubt, and they may be anyway. Uh, we will see. But sometimes you got to grind them out, and you really don't want to be peaking uh, November, December, but you really want to start getting better, and uh, that was a big step. Last night with the win over Stanford, 87-55. Let's go right back to the press room. Sabrina Ionescu and Satu Sabli addressing the media. Um, I mean, we just had to to continue to play hard and and up it up a notch. Um, I think we came out in that third quarter and kind of gave them gave them an opportunity to to get the game closer, and that's not what we wanted. We we have to we we definitely wanted to extend that lead and and keep playing mad, and we played mad all the way until the end. I mean, the bench came in and gave us a huge lift. And so, um, I mean, hats off to them. They've been ready this entire year, and uh, it's definitely helping us a lot. Sabrina, with the you personally had over the last few years and, and the, the way this fan base has supported this team, I imagine sometimes might be a routine when you have the crowd like this, but when you're coming off with three minutes left and just broken an all-time score, I mean, do you take a second to kind of take everything in and the standing ovation and all, and all the crowd with you? I didn't know they said something um, at the game. Did they? I don't listen. Sorry. Oh, who said something? So, um, I didn't. I didn't hear it. Um, but they, you know, game in and game out, they're on their feet. They're cheering. If it's a triple double, if it's Jack Shelley coming off and, and hitting a big time three, if it's Lydia getting to the free throw line, whatever it is, I mean, they've supported us, game in and game out. Whether we're up, down, up by thirty, up by forty, they continue to stay and watch watch us play. And they played a huge role in this win. I mean, it was electric in there, and, and it was awesome. And, and they definitely fired us up. And so we're going to need more of that this entire year. You did a little Stanford. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. But, you know, Stanford's the, you know, they're the standard by which we're all judged. They always have been. And, um, you know, so anytime you can beat them, that's uh, a feather in your cap. There's no question about it. It's a new career high for you, Sabrina. This is only your second double-double against them. Now one, three, and four against them. Clearly, they get the best out of you. What does this mean to you that it's a career high, that you break the career scoring record, that you've accomplished this in this setting? I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy we won. But like you said, they're, they're the standard of excellence. And so, game in and game out, that I've played them in my career here. That's who I want to win, who I want, who I want to beat. And especially coming from the Bay Area and growing up with them in my backyard, and then choosing to leave and, and come here, it's, it's awesome to be able to play them. And obviously, know a lot of their players and, and grew up playing with a lot of them. So, um, it's always been competitive every time we play them. And, and tonight, it, it was. I mean, it's honoring and humbling um, to be able to, to be the, at the top. Obviously, um, it, it doesn't mean much. I'm, I'm happy that I'm able to do this with my team. I'm happy that we won tonight. Um, and so I think we have bigger plans and bigger goals. And so I'm not really focused on any one particular achievement that, that I've done. But um, I, th- I think later on in life, I'll probably take a step back and, and really appreciate that. But right now, I, th- I think I'm just focused on too many things. 
Um, doing the other things besides scoring. I mean, I know that I'm more than just someone that has to score the whole time. So I was really trying to be aggressive on the rebounds, um, trying to open up the side for Sab and Ruthie. So just setting good screens and just focusing on the other things. Did you feel like as a group you guys stayed confident? Yeah, yeah. We were confident throughout the game. And we have really a lot of people that just put a lot of effort in and energize us. Like we energize each other and just push each other. And with Sab just going off and constantly being like, hey, let's go, guys, let's go, guys. And that that just helps. So yeah, we just keep going. Sabrina, when you guys start slow like that, how much of it is just patience of knowing that we've been in this spot and stuff's going to start coming versus we need to start kind of like putting the pedal um, it, it's definitely um, experience. I think, you know, if, if this had happened a few years ago, we'd probably start getting nervous. And um, I think now we're just veteran, and we understand that there, it's a 40-minute game. And um, definitely at the beginning, I think we were feeling feeling how they were playing defense. I had taken some bad shots, and, and he had told me that as well. Um, so That wasn't <laughs> I was just saying. Um, and so I think just like getting it to, to the second and third side of the floor and seeing how that defense played. And then once we settled, once we settled down, uh, we were rolling on offense. Do you feel like this is the best game you've ever played? I think that's the best game we've played this year. I definitely think that's the best. I don't think I've ever played uh, on a team that, that played that well and with that much fire for 40 minutes. I mean, we were angry, we were up 20, and we were still mad trying to keep going. So I definitely think this is probably my top five um, favorite favorite game. Anything else? Rina, what was going through your mind when you hit that 20-foot jumper and wrote this all-time scoring record? Nothing. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that was the one uh, to beat it. Uh, I just saw that that shot was open and took it. And that's a shot that I practice day in and day out. So. Um, I guess I was happy. You said you played mad. What were you mad about? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just this term. It's called stay mad. Diana Tarasi had told us that uh, when she came to talk to us, and it's just kind of uh, never be complacent and continue to, to be mad and play, uh, play angry and kind of play with a purpose. I know we were up by a lot at the, at the end of that half, but we didn't want to finish the game off um, bad. We didn't want to just take our foot off, off the uh, gas, so we continued to just stay mad and, and try to win every possession. All right, there you go. Sabrina Ionescu and uh, Satu Sabali addressing uh, the media and got the post-game press duties uh, last night. And Sabrina, interesting that she talked about that. And uh, with Bev Smith, the great Bev Smith, the Hall of Famer in the uh, United States, also in Canada. And I think she was in Europe playing for 14, 15 years in Italy and uh, was a great player. And she was the one in the late 70s, early 80s, uh, setting all these records that some now are surpassing. Uh, of course, Sabrina Ionescu. But uh, I said, do you think about them? You know, while you're playing it. And just like Sam says, no, you don't. You know, it's not until you get done with your career. You're not really thinking about that. You're just thinking about trying to win the game and, and, and do what you can. And as Sab said later on, uh, you you appreciate those. But Sabrina, passing Allison Lang, all-time scoring leader in uh, Oregon program history with 2,265 points and uh, still a lot of season left uh, here to go. By the way, Ruthie Hebert needed 13 to pass Bev Smith to move into fourth in scoring uh, last night. She got 11, so uh, two more coming up on Sunday for Ruthie Hebert. She'll be in the top four uh, in scoring. You'll have the number one score and the number four score, and then uh, Ruthie will uh, 
be trying to chase down. Let's see. Who would be next? Would it be? Uh, let's see. I think it's uh, Jillian Aileen. It might be Jillian Aileen that she's trying to chase down. I've kind of lost track here. I'll have to look that up. But uh, into the top four for Ruthie. Probably on Sunday. Coming up. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to move over to men's basketball. Still waiting. Uh, I know Joey Mack up with the, the the men. They got delayed getting out of Pullman, getting to Seattle. They're, they were supposed to practice at 11. They didn't quite get there. And uh, anyway, we're waiting to hear from him. We may get him on the phone. But uh, he did have a post-game chat last night with Dana Altman after that disappointing loss at Pullman against Washington State. That's coming up next here on Duck Insider. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The game clock is winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip, piled high with succulent steak, lending its deep flavor to all the fixings. Just as you reach in, so does your buddy. Game on. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Brought to you by the ranchers and farmers of Oregon and the Beef Checkoff. Every great community has its own rhythm. And beat by beat, note by note, when you bank at On Point Community Credit Union, you play your part. Because On Point is about more than great banking. From financial education to supporting local schools, we invest our time, money, and energy to partner with local organizations that foster health and knowledge for everyone who calls this place home. And together, there's nothing we can't do. So join in. We're On Point Community Credit Union. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Welcome back to Duck Insider. Terry Johns for Joey Mack. He's uh, off with the men and uh, not sure if we'll get him on or not. He was trying to work out some time as they were delayed and they, the schedule got uh, in flux uh, as to what they're doing in Seattle. Today's show brought to you by Bymart, employee-owned, real value every day. All right, uh, Joey did get uh, Dane Altman, who is uh, always great and, and gracious to come out, even in defeat. And he did with Joey Mack in Pullman last night after the loss. Let's take a listen. And coach, I know that's got to be a, a tough one to, to stomach. What was the message in the locker room tonight? Oh, absolutely. We just we got outworked. It's um, we got out rebounded. Uh, bad turnovers. Uh, Sixteen turnovers that led to twenty points. And the execution's on me. We we poor offensive execution. Uh, we had to go small. Our combinations weren't right. Um, 
we tried some different things, and you know, guys would go in, and we just gave up easy baskets. I, um, a team shoots 50% from you, 50% from three. Um, their their percentages were higher in every category. I mean, uh, they just did a better job. Uh, it's on me for the execution, but the effort um, really disappointed. You know, we got out rebounded. Second chance points, 12 to three. Uh, points off turnovers, 20 to 20. But at halftime, we were up 15 to eight. Second half, 12 to five. Uh, guys trying to do too much. Uh, like I said, our execution is poor. That's on me. You know, if we don't execute any better than that, than that, that that's on me. That's my fault. So, um, again, just really disappointed. I know our fans got to be disappointed. Uh, that was just not a good effort. Um, we got to regroup. It uh, won't be any easier on Saturday. Quick turnaround Saturday afternoon. But uh, uh, all I can say is uh, I'm sorry uh, to our fans. I'm disappointed. I told the players, you know, the execution's on me. But getting out rebounded the turnovers uh, that's on you guys we we got to get this straightened out and we put some guys in you know to give some different guys chances and we just gave up a lot of easy baskets you know guys would go in and and um, they knew how important the defense was and we still gave up easy baskets so again very disappointed i know our fans are our team is uh, we just got to regroup and uh, get after it again. You mentioned it, though, that is a, a quick regroup, isn't it? And I'm sure the guys uh, got that message because it's a quick turnaround now in a couple days. Yep. No, absolutely. We got to we got to get turned around real quick here and, um, you know, play at noon or 1230 uh, on Saturday. So be really tough. All right, coach. Thanks for spending you a few bet. minutes with us. All right, there you go. Joey Mack with uh, Dane Altman after the game uh, last night. Uh, uh, disappointed. You could hear it in his voice, even apologizing to, to, to the fans. Uh, uh, yeah, disappointed. But, you know, those of you, I know it's some in social media being pretty harsh on this team, harsh on Coach Altman. We heard that last year, and we know how that season ended. Uh, speaking of Joey Mack, uh, he has finally freed himself from uh, the crazy schedule, been living here uh, this morning, trying to get from Pullman, Washington, over to Seattle. And uh, Joey joining us on the phone. And, and uh, Joey, uh, I know disappointment. Boy, you could just hear it in Dana Altman's uh, voice uh, in the postgame with you last night. Now, the nice thing, though, Terry, is it is a quick bounce back. You know, it, when you lose the first game of a trip, you don't have a whole lot of time to dwell on it. With the way the Pac-12 schedule is set up this year, the Ducks actually don't have any Sunday road games. So this is one of many examples where if you lose the first one of a road trip on Thursday, you do have to bounce back kind of in a hurry on Saturday. So the Ducks were able to get out of Pullman a little bit delayed with some de-icing this morning. But the reason that the Ducks wanted to get out of Pullman early was so they could actually work out on the main floor at Alaska Airlines Arena. They were able to do that now have just arrived at the hotel and they've already kind of had to bounce back from last night you know it feels like it wasn't that long ago i know for fans and in some ways even for this team but they had to bounce back in a hurry they've already gotten their two-hour practice in today and have i think kind of exercised some of those demons but no doubt as you heard coach altman just say there for those of you listening on the show and for those of you who heard the interview last night it, it is uh i guess a work in progress for the ducks right now you know they feel like they do have some things that they need to improve on uh most notably is probably offensive execution. That was the biggest thing that Coach Altman was hitting on last night, that offensive execution has to get better, and particularly against this really stingy Washington zone that the Ducks are going to see. The offensive execution does need to improve, no doubt. You know, uh, you're ranked number eight. Uh, that's going to change, obviously, uh, with the loss. But uh, you get everybody's best shot. The Oregon women go through that. They went through that down uh, in the state of Arizona last week. And, and it sounds like the Oregon men are maybe learning that. 
Yeah, Coach Altman mentioned that on the Rod of Paint Coaches Corner when I talked to him pregame. And he said, you know, the only guy on the team that really knows what that's like is Peyton Pritchard. You know, his freshman year was when Oregon last uh, made it to number four in the AP poll. So that Final Four team and this team both have been ranked number four at one point this season. That's the highest in program history. So those are the two teams in Oregon basketball history that know what it's like to get everybody's best shot because you're the ranked team all the time. And that's what the Ducks are going through right now. And I, I think that that message has been received, you know, but maybe it wasn't received until the loss last night. And I, I don't know. I'm curious to see what the mental makeup of this team is because the Ducks do have some veterans. But really, it's, apart from Peyton Pritchard, it's, it's veterans that haven't been with Oregon. And it's veterans that haven't been in this position before, coupled with some young freshmen that are playing for the Ducks. I think that they learned that harsh lesson. Yeah, you mentioned the young freshmen. And, and it's always a learning curve of how hard you have to play at this level because you you are the best player on the floor when you're in high school, if you're at a JC, whatever. And you could coast, quite frankly, and uh, still put up your numbers. But at this level, you can't do that. And that's always a learning process process for the new players, isn't it? I think so, and I think that that's been maybe the biggest uh, message of the last 24 hours or 12 hours even for the Ducks is you know, you do have to bring it every night, and if you don't, because teams are taking their best shot at you, things aren't going to go your way. And, you know, Coach Altman hit on it with the team today and even last night after the game that, you know, it's not just offensive execution, too. There, There's some of those effort plays, like giving up second-chance points and you know, Coach Altman pointed out that C.J. Ellaby had six offensive rebounds for Washington State last night. The entire Oregon team had five offensive rebounds. And, and that's what Coach Altman was hitting on is some of it is an effort issue also, I, I guess. And maybe effort isn't the right word, but, it's, you know, you've got to make those sorts of big plays, diving on loose balls, you know, all those things, those hustle plays that coaches talk about. I think that Coach Altman wants to see more of those sorts of plays out of his team moving forward. All right, uh, there at uh, Alaska Airlines Arena, Heck Edmondson Pavilion, right next to Husky Stadium. Uh, what do the Ducks need to do to beat the Huskies tomorrow? Well, I think it's going to all come down to ball movement. You know, with that really, really stingy zone, they play the quote-unquote Syracuse zone where they really press out to the three-point line. But the Ducks are really going to need to move the ball and move the ball quickly, utilize ball fakes to get the ball inside. I think that's going to be maybe the biggest key for the Ducks in this game. And then defensively, they still got to have good defensive communication. You know, Washington's not exactly an offensive juggernaut. So I think if the Ducks play good defense, not even great defense, they're going to feel pretty good at the end of the night. But it's that offensive execution. I think the Ducks really have to improve in that category. They were also negative six on the boards against Washington State last night. I think rebounding is so critical for this team, particularly because they are kind of guard-oriented. So I think it's ball movement and rebounding. Uh, you got to do those things to win on the road at Washington because – Oregon has beaten Washington in Seattle each of the last two seasons. One of them was on senior day. Huskies remember that. They're going to be swinging away. All right. He's Joey Mack, voice of men's basketball up in Seattle with the uh, the men. And, uh, Joey, thanks for finding some time in that, that crazy schedule getting over here. 12.45 tip-off tomorrow. Uh, what time pregame show? Noon pregame show. Yeah, it's the big CBS game. It's a huge opportunity for the Ducks on national TV, I think, to to get back on everybody's radar from a national perspective. And, hey, Terry, good yep. win last night, buddy. It was pretty good. It was it was a sweet atmosphere. We, we, we wanted both when we heard at the end. Kelly Graves came on the postgame and was looking. He, he saw the highlights on the monitor. He's like, did the men lost? And he was upset about it. So, uh, you know, but uh, go get them, beat the Huskies, and uh, all will be well once again.
That's the plan. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate you doing the show, too. Uh, no, my pleasure. All right. He's Joey Mack. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap up the show here on a Friday. Let's get ready for the weekend. After this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Shadow Hills Country Club, it starts with the golf and turns into a lifetime of memories. Shadow Hills Country Club provides a peaceful, natural setting with a standard of excellence in course conditions in any weather that is unsurpassed in the entire Willamette Valley. With a championship course, an expansive practice facility and clubhouse, fine dining and a swimming pool, Shadow Hills Country Club offers the amenities of a family resort just minutes from downtown Eugene. Shadow Hills Country Club. Call us today. Duck Insider, your home for the latest news on Oregon athletics. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of. At DAV, we're on a mission helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned. I'm Cece. My victory was finishing my education. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. When severe weather causes telecom network outages, the FCC recommends that you call 911 only when necessary and limit non-emergency calls. Avoid repetitive redialing to minimize network congestion. Try texting if a call doesn't go through. Conserve cell phone power and turn off your phone when not in use. If evacuated, forward landline calls to your cell phone and use your outgoing message to update your status. For more info, go to FCC.gov emergency. Welcome back, Duck Insiders. We wrap up the week of Duck Insider Terry for Joey that we just heard from. Uh, Oregon football schedule. When we had Eric Riddell on, uh, Deputy Athletic Director, yesterday, I know many of you on, on uh, Facebook were saying, where is the schedule coming out? Well, it came out like right after that, that the Pac-12 released it. And uh, great home schedule that we gave you yesterday, but the date's now. September 5th, uh, North Dakota State at Otson, Ohio State the, on the 12th, Hawaii on the 19th. Go to Colorado September 26th at home October 3rd against the Huskies. And then it's a bye on October 10th. And the uh, Ducks head to California. The, the next trip uh, coming off the bye on October 17th, October 24th. Stanford is here at Otson. It's a great home schedule. Uh, October 31st, Halloween down in Arizona. Down in Tucson, uh, USC will come to Otson November 7th. November 13th, it's a Friday against Arizona State here at Autzen. And at Washington State, the 21st of November, 28th at Oregon State. And then December 4th, Pac-12 championship down in the new NFL stadium for the Raiders down in Las Vegas. Yes, sir. That'll be pretty cool. You heard Joey Mack, 12 o'clock, pregame show tomorrow from Seattle, 1245 tip with the men against Washington. The women, 2 o'clock on Sunday. And a 1.30 pregame show against Cal. Have a good weekend. I am a Senior Corps RSVP volunteer. I build homes and young minds. I build parks and playgrounds. And support our nation's veterans. I build gardens and help families with their finances. I build healthy futures. And organize disaster relief. I'm a builder and I lead by experience. 
How about you? Join Senior Corps RSVP. Lead by experience at SeniorCorps.gov. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Welcome to the Orphan Diaries. Here's the founder of Food for Orphans, Gary Van Dyke. Ken doesn't know how old he is. He guesses at around seven. His whole life has been centered on finding food. You see, he lives at the dump and he's never been anywhere else. You can find Ken walking in a decaying landfill of rotting garbage, plastic bags, and shards of broken glass. To many, Ken and children like him are invisible. But they're not, are they? For more information, visit www.foodfororphans.org. listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Duck Insider is presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.